You're listening to Partnership Align Podcast, hosted by Ilana Israel. If you're a woman and you want to feel happier and more connected to your partner, and you're not afraid to do the inner work that it takes to get there, then this is the podcast for you. Hey guys, welcome back to Partnership Aligned Podcast. So I've noticed on social media that there are quite a few buzzwords out there regarding relationships. Have you noticed this? The one that drives me the most crazy is narcissist. I can't tell you how many enrollment calls I've had with a potential client who tells me that she needs help because her husband is a narcissist. Statistically speaking, my friends, almost no one is a narcissist. Narcissism is a personality disorder, which is a very rare diagnosis. I think what people mean is, my partner is acting like a selfish douchebag and it helps me to label them. (laughs) So if that seems to resonate with you, check out episode 27 titled, What to Do When Your Partner's Being an Ass. I'll link that in the show notes for you. Other buzzwords I've seen are self-sabotage, trauma response, stonewalling, but those don't bother me so much because they are much more common. They're just a bit misunderstood. But today, I want to talk to you about a very popular topic on social media regarding relationships, and that is secure attachment. So I'm not going to go into the whole attachment theory because I like to keep my podcast short and you can read about it, well, pretty much anywhere. Besides, underneath all of it lies this question, how can I feel more secure in my relationship? And that's what I want to talk about today. It's of course not a black and white clear answer, but there's a lot of work that can be done here. And it really does change your experience within your relationship. So let's talk about what does it even mean to feel secure? Like what is that? Well, according to good old Dr. Google, security is a state of being free from danger or threat. It is a state of being free from danger or threat. That, I think, is very interesting because most people aren't actually in danger in their relationship. They're just uncomfortable. So why do we use the word security for attachment? Well, I've mentioned this on other episodes. I can't remember which one, but the science behind this question is as follows. You see, our brains cannot tell the difference between physical danger and emotional danger. Back in the day, 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 not being a secure member of the tribe meant possibly being kicked out, which meant probable death. So our brains are wired to be looking out for danger to keep us alive. And you can thank your brain for that. Trust me, you don't want to get rid of that part of you. But now that we don't need to worry about tribal rejection, and most of the time we don't need to worry about physical danger, our primal brain doesn't know what to do with itself. So it just continues to scan for anything that might resemble rejection from a tribe. It just keeps scanning for danger. And when it can't find physical danger, it focuses on the emotional danger in the same way. That's why when you're about to send a really vulnerable text to your partner, or you're in the middle of a conversation with them and you want to tell them how you really feel about something, your stomach starts to flip, right? You get real nervous because what if you're rejected? Okay, so I say all of that to illustrate that the word security is appropriate here. When we feel securely attached, we feel safe. So how do we get there? Well, there is definitely work that can be done within the relationship, such as having clear communication. 
That's pretty much what's going to make or break you in hard times. I have lots of content on communication. In fact, I interweave communication into almost every episode. But a good place to start would be episode 29 titled, My Top 5 Communication Tips. But just like any other relationship issue, the answer lies in working on yourself. You see, feeling secure in your relationship comes from feeling secure within yourself and in the world. My personal definition for me feeling secure in a relationship is, I know that if I lost this relationship, I would be okay. So I can be myself and give it my all. I don't need to protect myself here because I will always have my own back and take care of me. So now I can spend more time enjoying the relationship as opposed to worrying about it. This is the narrative that I strive for. So how do you work on feeling more secure within yourself? Well, I think the answer lies in self-trust and self-reliability. A great way to work on this is to establish a solid daily routine, something that really anchors you and tends to your mental health needs. I'll use mine as an example. I wake up 45 minutes early every day to pray, meditate, read a couple daily readers, and if I'm struggling, I might journal for a few minutes. That time in the morning is a gift that I give myself. It is my way of saying, okay, Ilana, I've got your back. I'm going to create time and space for you every day to be still, to spend time with God, and to reflect. I also eat right, exercise regularly, get plenty of sleep, and call good friends who nourish my soul almost daily. So what does all of that have to do with security? Well, because I have a solid, independent life that tends to my needs and anchors me, and connects me with me, losing a relationship isn't as scary. And more importantly, losing myself within a relationship doesn't happen. My routine and my mental health habits are non-negotiables. Once I take care of myself in that way, I can then look at my relationships through the lens of security and calm. Another way of building self-trust and self-reliability is to work on the characteristic of being true to your word. I worked on this intensely a few years back, and I'm happy to say it's really just a part of me now. I was very intentional about always following through on my word, which meant that I had to be intentional about my word. I wasn't going to commit to something I knew I couldn't follow through on, and I wasn't going to say anything I didn't mean, and I wasn't going to bullshit you just to keep the peace. This is a life-changing characteristic. I encourage you to make the decision to work on that. Now, I know that I'm going to follow through on my word to others and to myself. I know that if I tell myself I'm going to get something done, I will. And if I commit to myself that I'll be honest and authentic in a difficult conversation, I will be. Because the discomfort of not being reliable to myself far outweighs the discomfort of saying that thing that I feel insecure about to someone else. It's basically just trying to be the best friend that you can be to yourself. A real friend, a healthy friend, is someone who shows up, tells the truth, challenges your bullshit, but also gives you lots of love and compassion. When I provide these things for myself, I feel secure in the world because I can rely on me. And I am always with me. So that works. Now, I want you to really observe yourself within your relationship. In what area do you feel secure? And in what area do you feel really insecure? 
Look for patterns. I have a client who is in a relationship where her partner does not text when he says he will. And this bothers her immensely. I've guided her on how to communicate this to him, and she has. And he responded really well to the communication, but then it seems to happen again. So now I'm helping her look inward because she can't change him and she really wants to be with him. So she can continue to make requests and communicate how she feels, which I strongly encourage. But simultaneously, I'm having her explore the core fear that is being triggered when he doesn't text after saying he will. After doing some digging, what she was able to identify was that she has a core fear of being forgotten about. This comes from her experience as a child. This makes so much sense to me because attachment theory is actually about the parent-child relationship, but there's a lot of focus now on how it affects the child later on in life during adult relationships, which is great. So important to look at. So my client, having the awareness that her strong reaction is coming from a wound, has been really powerful for her. She's been able to step back and look at his behavior a little bit more objectively. She doesn't like it, but she understands that the anxiety, the visceral reaction she has comes from somewhere else, not from him. Working through this fear will help her become more secure in all of her relationships. Once she's able to see that his actions are about him and not because he's forgotten about her, she will be able to relax a little bit. And then from that more relaxed energy, she can step back and decide whether is this something that I want to accept about my partner or is this a deal breaker? It's a process, but so worth the reward. Okay, so what I talked about today is really just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much to attachment theory and how it affects our adult relationships. Each person has a story. Each of you have memories experiences, complicated relationships with your parents, and deep desires mixed with self-limiting beliefs. In my opinion, this is all perfect. I think it is a jigsaw puzzle that we have to learn how to plug into the right places. And this is what we call a self-growth journey. So if you've made that decision, if you've decided that you're ready to start taking ownership for your own experience, but you just don't know how to do that? Like, what's the process? Well, that's where I come in. I am educated and trained to take you through that process with love and accountability. Plus, I've gone through it myself, which kind of gives me more education than all of my years in school combined. Let's just keep it real. So if you're serious about becoming a healthier version of you, a more secure version of you, if you're ready to stop getting so defensive and anxious about what your partner says or does, let's have a free call. Scroll down to the show notes and click on the link to schedule. I'll take some time to get to know your story and I'll tell you how I can help. All right, guys, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening and have an amazing week. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, then show some love, rate the show and leave a review and take a screenshot, post it on Instagram and tag me at Partnership Aligned. And don't forget to check the show notes for your free copy of my 21 questions that will bring you and your partner closer than ever. If there's one thing that I want you to get out of this show, it's that a healthy relationship, it always starts with a healthier you. 